am the hip hop socialist. The news is a shit show these days, and we're here to give you a break from the white supremacist media bullshit by bringing you the shitty news so that you can feel less like shit because you know the people discussing all the fucked up shit give a shit about you and the shitty situations you deal with every day. So shit, pour yourself a glass and settle in for Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. (coughs) Alright there, neighborly neighbors winecellarmedia.com alright go to that website winecellarmedia.com homepage latest podcast episodes available go in a podcast application on your smart device and just subscribe to Wine Cellar Media all of our free public content will land right there I don't have a great deal on the Tic Tac as I've been doing more long form podcasts but I am on the Tic Tac Mr. Williams Laborhood and um I don't think I changed the Instagram to Mr. Williams Laborhood. I don't know if they let you do. I don't know if they let you change your Instagram name. I don't know. I think I might still just be like William Jackson on there or whatever the hell. Hmm. But I'm trying to run across all the gosh darn platforms. All right. So, running across platforms, let's take a look at the goddamn shit right here over here, boy. Listen here. Seattle. Oh, not 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 Kanye Wiggity West, but Seattle. And it's on the Seattle Times. It's an article up by Lauren Rosenblatt with two T's, Rosenblatt. Uh, Lauren Rosenblatt for the Seattle Times. Uh, article up February 10th, 2022, 6 in the a.m. Time of recording, February 15th, 1.56 in the p.m. Headline, Centralia Warehouse find after more than 250 workers tested positive for COVID. What is happening? I always say, I grew up with West Coast privilege. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, uh, Article goes as follows. Uh, Washington workplace safety regulators have fined employers at a food distribution warehouse. Food! Distribution warehouse in Centralia accused of severe violations of rules meant to protect workers from COVID-19 with close to 1,000 workers from different employers at the warehouse. So it's food distribution. So it's already manufactured. Mm-hmm. It's already packaged. It's already labeled. They got the expiration date on it. It's distribution. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's kind of like um, you see the Lay's truck Right. Driving, or you see the Coca Cola truck, mm-hmm. right? The, I don't know, Keebler Elf Cookies truck, whatever the hell. Right. Right. So they're just going here to get the food that must be distributed. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have truck drivers in and out of the building. Right. And uh, workers that probably sort things, right? I've worked in a sorting warehouse before, so I'm guessing they just. They get a truck that probably has Doritos, Funyuns, Lay's, Pringles. They're like, get all the Pringles on this pallet. Mm-hmm. Get all the whoop whoop on that. Plastic it up. Get it ready for the truck to go out. All right. So it's food distribution. And they were not protected. They were. Uh, they had severe violations of rules. Uh, close to 1,000 workers. The three employers. So three employers, like three companies functioning out of mm-hmm. one delivery warehouse uh they skip a doop doop they disregarded workers safety by failing 
failing. That that would that would imply that they tried uh, by failing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they tried. They probably put up like a poster or something. They tried. They they tried. Yeah, they they tried all the way to that paycheck. They were Trira Banks, I'd say. Now uh, let's see here. Uh, so by failing to enforce mask use or verify vaccinations vaccination statuses, mm-hmm. not reporting hospitalizations and allowing workers who have tested positive for COVID into the workplace. Hold the fuck up. They're not on the mask game. Mm-hmm. They're not verifying vaccinations, mm-hmm. not reporting hospitalization, mm-hmm. and letting folks that test positive into the workplace. Good, great. That's four big, fat, funky fuck-ups to me. Uh, no, actually, that's freedom, uh, if you think about it, and that's what they're doing in Texas, right? Like, where they're just freer than the rest of us. They're just I mean, freer. Deader than the rest of us, too, but, you than know, the rest of us. some things come with a price. <laughs> No, I won't have it. Really? No. Really? We are speed bumps to the deep state on the road to their progressive communism. All right. Where else does this stupid shit go? <clears throat> so the um, uh, they allowed the workers who tested in the workplace, and this is according to the Department of Labor and Industry, and this is what they contend... Uh, from July, Phoenix Leader, you can see the screen. Now you can see where I fall off on a sentence, so I fill it in <laughs> with my own words. <laughs> I make these articles work. Um, uh, article by Lauren Rosenblatt, two T's. Uh, from July to October last year, about one in four employees at the warehouse tested positive. One in four. What percentage is that? Seven black? 25. 25%. God <laughs> damn it. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of hefty. That's a lot. Right? Like, if I see 25% off on a work shirt, I might need a new work shirt that day. That's a fair deal. You know, uh, let's see. So, 25% of people, um, and uh, about one in four at the warehouse, they tested positive, according to the department, of the 253, 253 workers who tested positive, five were hospitalized. See, and that's numerology. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because what happened with the workers in COVID was adjacent to capitalism, family. And then you look at it, it's 253 workers, but Tacoma is 253 adjacent to Seattle. See, see what I'm saying, yo? It's mad real. <laughs> Very woke, brother. <laughs> See, this is where I will accept woke being a joke. <laughs> right there. Make fun of niggas that send the numerology. That's where woke is funny. Y'all niggas be using woke for transphobia. Shut up. <clears throat> Excuse me. All three companies have appealed the citations and fines. So they're saying, nah, son. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't accept these accusations mm-hmm. and we ain't trying to pay in play pay you for your player hateration. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. Right. Okay. Probably uh, not, but all right. Yeah, that's what they said. It, it's an article by Lauren Rosenblatt on the Seattle Times. It's true. Verbatim. <laughs> 
Uh, they continue uh, a fo- uh, following a referral from uh, Thurston County. I haven't heard that in a while. Uh, Thurston County Health Department. Uh, the labor officials opened several inspections uh, that resulted in a total of $285,000 in fines to three employers. What I don't Please. get is, is that 285000 split between them or each? Even if it's each, they can't afford 285 funky thousand dollars Come on now. Fuck That's... can't afford, don't feel like it. That... Hold on. I'm about to Google this company right now. Oh, Capstone Logistics. All right, Capstone Logistics. <laughs> so $285,000, which is chump change to Phoenix Collider, uh, in fines to three employers, United Natural Foods, Inc. I'm sure the foods are quite natural. And- oh, shit. There's one in Michigan. You want a job? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I want to go work like, where they're... <laughs> literally right by us. Like 15 minutes away. Yeah. God damn, we just live by all the work. We literally do, though. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe the location of the house was a good pick. Uh, <clears throat> so, fucking, um, yeah, United Natural Foods Inc., Capstone Logistics, and Prime 360. Prime? Is that Amazon shit? So, is that just maybe? going to, is that food that goes to Whole Foods? Maybe. What? Amazon does a uh, home delivery for groceries now. But they also own Whole Foods now. Too. Yeah. I don't know. Did they buy a bookstore too? I think so. Did they get Borders or Barnes and Noble, one of them niggas? Mm, probably. Who knows? Yeah, let me let me stop and make speculize, and that's not what this one is for. Alright, so we have a quote from Joel Sachs, the director of the state's Department of Labor and Industry. Our investigation uncovered a widespread outbreak that put employees and their families and their communities across 10 counties at risk for COVID-19. Joel Sachs continues, The actions these companies took or failed to take, failed implies they tried, failed to take undoubtedly made it worse contributing to faster and broader spread of the virus in the workplace. End quote from Joel Sachs, the director for the state's Department of Labor and Industry. In response, Prime 360 says, We ain't never heard of Jeff Bezos. We are a collective of sex workers' rights advocates. That is not what they said. That's not what they said? Let's see what they said. Uh, In response, Prime 360 says, It has a robust COVID-19 plan and the uh, United, what does that UNFI stand for again? Let me see. Uh, Where is that? I want to see what UNIF stands for. Free from, yeah, it was one of those companies. United Natural Foods, Inc. UNFI, excuse me. Uh, United and so uh, U- United Natural Foods Inc. They say the company has been recognized in the past for implementing industry-leading COVID-19 safety protocols. Whew. Now, yes. Back when I was a wee young lad mm-hmm. in back Tacoma, you Washington State, a young warthog. Yes, a young warthog. <laughs> when I was a young warthog. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was in Tacoma, Washington State, and there was a rapper by the name of Mr. Dog, and he's he's fairly whack. He's not the worst I've heard, but I would never in everness pretend he was dope 
at oh his funeral God. in front of his grandkids. I would not pretend it. it. It's a bad lie to tell. Admit that he is a level of whack. Not the just, worst. You, you just say something else nice about him. Jesus. <laughs> I could. I could say that. At his funeral. Yes, Jesus. Well, that he was recognized for having a great business acumen. Good. Go and with that. Go with that. One of the that. first things that was pointed out to me by another Tacoma head was, who recognized him and why does it matter that they think he has a good business acumen? He's a local rapper that never blew up. Mm-hmm. Like, really? My podcast is bigger than any of his albums ever got. Yikes. Yeah. Business acumen. So when I look at this, I think about that. They've been recognized by whom for implementing, in quotes, industry-leading COVID-19 safety protocols. Is there any chance you think you'll find that? Find. Um, Who was it? Prime 36 recognized for implementing industry-leading COVID-19 safety protocols. I want to know who recognized them and why I should give a shit what they recognize. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, it's like a rapper getting an MTV award. Well, let's say a rapper 23 years ago oh. getting an MTV award, mm-hmm. but not getting a Source award. You don't get that Source award. I don't recognize you the same. Yes, MTV recognized you, but I prefer to see what the Source oh. recognizes. Um, I don't know who said that. No search results came up on Google. However, what I did find is no, no. that... Prime 360 in particular. That total amount, that was for all three of them combined. Oh my Jesus. Prime 360 was overseeing approximately 200 employees who sort pallets at the warehouse. They specifically were fined $70,000 of this. Hmm. Yeah. So we can't even... So just by a Google search... We couldn't even find who recognized them. Yeah, no, they recognize themselves is all I'm getting because every quote about them is they said that they've been recognized. By them, wow. But they'd never say by who or when <laughs> or like if there's like a document or like an award ceremony. See? <laughs> like, Look for shit know. when you're reading the news. <laughs> you can say anything. You yeah. can. And now think about like what we're showing you here, right? We're obviously doing a podcast for the audience, but you're seeing how it is to read the news with some skepticism, mm-hmm. right? And watch that word skepticism. A lot of a lot of white atheists will just throw that word out there, mm-hmm. but it's only because they want to be skeptical of women that say there's a rape culture. They right. want to be skeptical of black people that say there's racism. They're not skeptical of Joe Rogan. No. Yeah, like the white atheist crowd, they're never skeptical that maybe a comedian is acting in bad faith and they just know that you're going to laugh yeah. at their unfunny shit performatively. Yeah. That's that's the red flag is uh is everything that you're skeptical about is it always pro or anti status quo every single time. Mm-hmm. Like do you always agree with the people in power all the time? Yeah, or, or are, are you, you skeptical? Also, are you one of the niggas you're skeptical of Republicans? We all know Republicans are fucking stupid. That's right? low hanging fruit. <laughs> Show me a real argument you actually have to make. Okay, so 
Oh wait, were you still gonna keep? Oh, let me see. Uh, oh, do you do you want me to hit well, the rest of the article? No, you can't. I was just gonna because I found that um, that little. So United Natural Foods owns the warehouse, and they have 600 employees there. They were fined 140 thousand dollars. Capstone manages 200 employees who do shipments at the warehouse. They were fined $75,000 after 54 of their employees tested positive. And then Prime 360 has 200 employees there who sort pallets, and they were fined $70,000. So that amount, to answer the question in the beginning, that was the 240 or whatever, that was the total for all three combined. Damn. And then that's also, uh, I'm also amused because you know me. I can't help myself with these fucking rabbit holes. Uh-oh. Uh, I actually went, I was looking for more information about any of these companies, and I found, um, which one is this? Uh, Capstone, right? That was one of them, Capstone. Yes. They're uh, hiring in warehouses across the West oh, Coast. God. Uh, none of them say how much the starting wage is. They all just say earn up to $700 a week. Um, the only one that has a salary is the warehouse supervisor. And this is a, a place in, uh, do you want to guess how much the warehouse supervisor makes? 22? Uh, uh, 60,000 60, a year. 58. Yeah. So that's the only one that has, um, yeah, that has a salary, but the rest of them are all just listed as warehouse associates and things like that. And it's, uh. Potential to earn over 700 Potential to earn over 1000 Paid weekly. Uh, you need a, to have a flexible schedule. <laughs> no. So to get the 1000 Yes. I think... uh, 1000 is graveyard shift. Oh, damn. Yeah. So higher wage for a shittier time to have to be at work. Yeah. And then they have a, your job starts at 2 a.m. until you're finished. What? Like, does that mean... If it's not done in eight hours, I can leave, or do I have to stay for 12? That sounds fucking ominous. Um, yeah. And then they have what success looks like. They're telling you what success looks like. High-energy individuals with a strong work ethic, very physical, fast-paced work, can lift and carry a minimum of 25 to 75 pounds. Prior warehouse... That's a wide-ass window. 75 (laughs) pounds... It's very fucking different from 25. It is. Uh, experience is preferred, but we are willing to train the right candidates. Uh, of course, pass a drug screen background check over the age of 18. Get paid weekly. Rewarding production pay. Your output means earnings. The harder the work, the more you can make. I don't want to work there. And that's no, not about even about the COVID shit. I don't want to work there. What the fuck? I guarantee you this shit is like fucking... It's like 14 bucks an hour. I guarantee you it's like 14 an hour because I've had those wages. Mm-hmm. And if you work like 70 hours, right, 72 hours a mm-hmm. week, then yeah, you can clear like 900 a week. Yeah. But you have to do that many hours to do it. Yeah, this is a... Uh, mm. Right? Like when I was getting... Remember, there was a point in time where I was consistently getting 700 a week, mm-hmm. but that's because I was doing... um. I was doing 12s every day, so that's 60 hours, and then the 8-hour Saturday. So I was doing 68-hour weeks mm-hmm. to get $700 checks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is, a. Uh, I guess, uh, these are the people. They sound like shitty employers, so everything that you're reading about COVID with them just really fucking tracks. Ugh. All right. So they, they want you to come to work no matter what. Yeah. 
Uh, they also want you to be an independent decision maker. They also want you... Okay, so they don't want to be accountable for your mistakes. They do not. Uh, they want you to have a flexible work schedule due to changing operational needs. That means you're never going to be on a set schedule. Yep, and then also that means uh, if you are someone, right, you have that energy, you have that sleep schedule, you want to do those overtime hours, you have a very specific financial goal, right? You're like 23 years old and you're about to do this and you're used to that overtime. You're getting close to that goal. But now we got to cut everybody to 30 hours a week. Sorry about that. Uh, business is just down this season. Mm-hmm. Fuck your goals. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then also that shit where you guarantee you're going to get in trouble or they're going to call you and like, so-and-so didn't show up. Can you come in early? Can you stay late? And you'll get in trouble if you say no. Right. This is one of those places. It's that version of get in trouble where it's not on paper. It's just they remember it and Mm -hmm. they behave spitefully towards you from that period. Exactly. All of a sudden, your reviews start getting bad. Like you've had great reviews and now all of a fucking sudden, yeah. Yeah. And, but I do like, this is my favorite part of the why work with us, safety incentives. (laughs) They actually have safety incentives listed. Ah. <laughs> so, these are the guys. Where's your job ever? Like, what? <clears throat> yeah, so what I heard is no job stability, no set schedule, the no set salary, and you have to do it all yourself and get COVID. That is, uh, is it not feudalism with Wi-Fi yet, folks? Oh, God. Uh, uh, ba- uh, back to Seattle Times. Uh, Lauren, whoop, what was her name? Rosenblatt. Rosenblatt, two T's, um, has a quote from a spokesperson. Mm-hmm. All right, easier to do. It does not have to be spokesman. It doesn't have to be spokeswoman. Spokesperson <laughs> is just fucking fine, people. So, quote from a spokesperson. UNFI Frontline Associates have been essential in keeping food and groceries moving to our customers, allowing them to support and feed their local communities. Our company's most important value across all distribution centers, including Centralia, is the safety of our associates, contractors, customers, and the products we sell. End quote. Okay. I guarantee you anything they drop on the floor they're picking up and putting back on the thing. Definitely. Like, that's why, like, um, that shit where, like, I put a little sanitizer on my stuff before. Like, now that it's COVID, I put a lot of sanitizer on my shit, or I just straight up wash it. Like, I've literally, like, hand-washed a bag of Doritos with hand soap yep, now. I've seen you. Yeah, I do that now because of COVID. But when I started working in the factory... And I saw how much shit just hits the floor, dusty ass floor, people walking on that floor with their shoes that were just in the bathroom. Right, think about men standing at urinals. I've explained what urinals are. They are splash zones, but also there's a lot of pee on the floor. Pee on the floor, pee on your shoes, pee on the warehouse floor, product falls on it. Now, what do you see people doing with a bag of chips, a bag of candy? Oh. Right when they're getting to the bottom, they put it to their mouth and drink the rest out. Yeah. I've done that. Right? We've, we all have. The bloody lot of us. Love. <laughs> <laughs> right? We all just, we get our tits out and go for it. You know? And I'm fucking, yeah, so... Honestly, and that should be, like, the conversation with the anti-vaxxers who were like, I have an immune system. Yes, you do. And do you know what the fuck you have done to it so far? Stop tempting fate. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
feces and urine you consume? Like, honestly. Like, so much stuff is gross. Like, I was in my mid-20s when, like, it, like I'm wear, I wore an apron all the time because I was a fast food worker and I did a lot of hours because I had a lifestyle to uphold. Like a lot of reefer. I like reefer and I like internet access. So I got to work overtime hours. And fucking, like, and I'm also a pedestrian. And oh, something yeah. was just like, oh, no. These crosswalk buttons, those get pushed with the apron. You know, like that, let's just go that way. And I remember mm-hmm. one, um, also, look at crosswalk buttons. I almost touched a fucking Black Widow spider. Yeah. Which will bite you. And to my understanding, have, uh, Elena, have you heard this? The pain from a Black Widow is like very unique and extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, a young man named Donovan Wagner told me that it feels like a gunshot. Yeah. Like you feel like how a bullet feels when it hits you. Yeah, I've heard it's like super, super bad because like they inject you with some sort of toxin. That like and like that's what the pain is from is like whatever like the the venom and the bite like fucks with your nervous system and that's what like causes it. Jesus. Oh my god. Ugh. All right. Uh, and the article by Lauren Rosenblatt, two T's, uh, continues saying, um, UNFI, uh, that is, what is that, United National... I'm so obsessed. I hate when they put the abbreviation for the rest of the article because I want to say the name. United Natural Foods, Inc. I keep saying national. Uh, United Natural Foods, Inc. Uh, employs about 600 workers at the facility. Phoenix Kalita pointed that out. Capstone, yeah, Phoenix Kalita got all these numbers. Capstone has 200 and Prime 60 has about two dozen. That's probably why they got the lowest fine. Mm-hmm. They had, yeah, the least amount. But then they had the least amount, but their workers were the ones that were doing the pallets. Mm-hmm. So the smallest amount of people, think about like, the truck is full. One person drives the truck. Mm-hmm. But like, people actually grabbing things and stacking them, they have the least amount of people doing that. So they're busting their asses. Mm-hmm. Gee, about two less right. than 30 people. And what did the fucking thing for the hiring say? That the more you work, the more you get? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, in the, the yeah, in the hiring work. ad, yeah. So. Ouch. Uh, the Labor Department accused the UNFI of initially failing, implies they tried, uh, failing to provide contact information for employees who had tested positive through on-site testing, claiming not to know who some employees worked for. The department also contends the company allowed employees to work at the facility while the company knew or should have known that they had tested positive. We're reiterating the beginning of the article, so let's get to the closing paragraph. Uh, Following the initial investigation... Oh, this is the last paragraph anyway. Fine, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Following the initial investigation in July, the UNFI told labor officials it had voluntarily closed most operations. The department said Tuesday, a further investigation from the Lewis County Public Health and Social Services, the Washington State uh, Department of Health and Labor... uh, Health and Labor Department found the UNFI continued to fulfill shipments from the site with its workforce. The state fined uh, the UNFI $140,000 and placed the company on its severe violator program. What the fuck is that? I mean, if it doesn't come with repercussions, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like, like, oh, we're on a government list. Okay, well, you're not Asada Shakur and they're not the FBI, so... Yeah, what the hell is this? Um, 
Uh, United States Department of Labor. All right, OSHA.gov. Let's see, uh, Skiba-doo-boop-bop-boop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop-bop
because the bosses are always so fucking inept because all they know is office work. Like they've never done like line work and like cleaning and cooking and like things that you might break a nail and get your hands dirty. Okay, see at that time, our guy did do that kind of work, but we've said this name on the program before. He was Joe Finazzo. Oh, no, no, no. Like the CEO of the company, not like your immediate boss. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, the guys who make, you know, when corporate hands down those bullshit decisions that you have to do something two minutes faster, even though it already takes you three minutes to do the job. Yeah. Those guys. I did not, all these years since that show has existed, I thought it was your general manager. No. Area manager at best. No. Okay. Because like with Boston Market, even area managers have cleaned a toilet. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. This is like, this is fucking CEOs. This is the, Yeah. Yeah, like the um, the guy that was a uh, director of operations when I got hired, um, mm-hmm. it was Joe something Spanish. He's from he's Cuban. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is <laughs> right. It's Joe something Spanish from Cuba, <laughs> and um, like he started the company like he was a, a chicken handler. He was yeah. a, he was the raw chicken guy. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, like Boston Market actually is that. But then again, Boston Market started in 1985. Right. Not as much time to establish a good old boys network like you yeah. want. Yeah. But yeah, that was always a big thing I remember at that show. It was just like really, like actually annoying to watch. I think you were supposed to laugh at the bosses because they were bad. Hmm. But like as a worker, I was like, that shit is not cute. You are putting the whole fucking shift behind. You're putting the whole crew behind. Like just fucking get with the fucking program, you piece of shit. Move faster. And you're also, yeah. And you're you're making a joke out of what we go through. Because now like the people that are never going to work in that industry, have never worked in that industry. They're like, oh, look, it's funny. They can't keep up with this. You you don't put the lettuce like that. Oh, Mm -hmm. no, not like that. Yeah, because and that was actually a big thing is they would be getting yelled at by other employees and get upset to be like, why doesn't anyone like me? Because you're a fuck up. That's why. Because, like, I remember one... I think it was a guy who owns like a hotel chain and he was doing like a uh, room service shit, like housekeeping. Yeah. And like the housekeeper was ready to strangle the shit out of him. Cause she's like, no, you have four minutes per room. And he's like, this doesn't seem like enough time. And she's like, this is what corporate said. Do it. Like just like, these are the rules. And then like, realizing this asshole who can't do it. You were the niggas who made this fucking rule. Maybe you should have talked to the fucking staff before you made this fucking rule. Like, And that was, like, a lot of the show, but it was always, like, framed as, like, cutesy, because then in the end, there's the big reveal, and, like, oh, my God, it's the CEO. And then he'll do something nice to be, like, you were really hard on me, but I appreciate your work ethic. I'm going to send you to Hawaii and put $5,000 in your kid's college fund or whatever. But it was, like, so fucking... They just, yeah, so many of them couldn't keep up. There was, my feet hurt. My back hurts. It's too hot in here. Why do we have to move this fast? Nothing but fucking whiners. Like, nigga, we have to move. This is how fast we have to move. (laughs) Don't you understand supply-side economics, boy? The hell is your problem? Hated that show. Yeah, I I didn't watch it. I I didn't... I was already very well <laughs> into my path of not engaging like, with popular culture I'm not doing anymore. anything new ever again. Yeah, it's just like, are they going to put out another Pirates movie? <laughs> okay, they put out a long advertisement. Maybe the next one. That's all I'm waiting for. Oh, look, Transformers. Good, I like this. Okay, they literally have watermelon-colored robots named Mudflap and Skids that can't read. All right, well, I'm done with Transformers. Yeah, that's a real thing. Folks, remember, remember that from Transformers? Yeah. Every time I forget, you remind me. Mud flap and skids, and they can't read. And one of them's red and one of them's green. Yep. Watermelon colored. 
mud flap skids. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Man. That shit was aw- And I remember, like, I was really kind of getting into because I wasn't using the term coon really like that at the time. Mm-hmm. But it was something about it. I get why other older black people than me started using it that way because that was my thought. In the movie theater, because I go to the theater by myself, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at it thinking, like, who enlisted the coon bots? And it just works. And then I remember going online and literally I I typed in coon bots in mm-hmm. my little Yahoo search and plenty of shit came up. I was not the only black person that saw coon bots and <laughs> thought that word. And it's like, I don't know, man. Is that collective consciousness? Uh, <laughs> let me go back to OSHA.gov, folks. We tangented way off of that. Um, so, and we tangented from, because it looks like I'm not satisfied with what they're calling their severe violators, um, da-da-da, severe violators enforcement directive and enforcement plan. So back to this plan, da ba da ba The directive explains it's intended to enforce the efforts, demonstrate, uh, whoa, there we are, uh, such as mandatory follow-up inspections of a workplace found in violation and inspections of other work sites of the same company where similar hazards and deficiencies may be present. Hmm. Uh, They continue, the directive explains that the SVEP is intended to uh, focus enforcement efforts on employers, excuse me, who have demonstrated recalcitrance, uh, that's they're being difficult. Okay. Right, um, demonstrated recalcitrance or indifference uh, to their OSHA Act obligations by committing willful, repeated, um, or or failure to abate violations in one or more of the following circumstances: a fatality or a catastrophe or a catastrophe situation, an industry operations process that exposes workers to severe occupational hazards, exposing workers to hazards related to potential releases of highly hazardous chemicals and all egregious enforcement actions. Again, it's saying nothing about sending in someone on the surprise tip. You mm-hmm. don't know they're showing up, so you can't be preemptively ready. Right? Like um, when I worked at the factory in Illinois, we knew when the audit was coming every August, and we literally, the safety committee gets together, the maintenance department gets together, right? They get staged, literally shut down production lines and are willing to lose money on having lines shut down so everyone can get the whole factory in inspection order. It wow. should be a surprise. Yeah. So, because I was just curious, so I looked it up while you were reading. Because as you were saying, it should be like a restaurant with a surprise and inspections. A food inspector can shut down a restaurant, Yes. Oh, a health inspector. Health inspector can shut down a restaurant, yes? Yeah. OSHA cannot shut down a business. They have to get a court order. They can do a report and explain to the court why it should be shut down. But even if they find violations, because I just looked it up, they cannot shut down a business. So, I'm always right. (laughs) It gets worse. You should just be a nihilist and function accordingly. Nothing so, will ever get better. 
This yes. is a benchmark environmental engineering, very serious website. There's a white man with a clipboard and a tie and a hard hat somehow for some reason. Yeah. That is the worst look of all time. Wait, what's that joke from that cartoon you can't stop watching? I'm a Latino in a hard hat, but I'm also wearing a tie, so you, so you know, know I'm a supervisor. Serious. Oh, I was say, so you know I'm serious, so you know I'm a supervisor. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um... So yeah, they want you to know that OSHA officials can order a work to, or OSHA officials can order work to stop if they find a severe risk, but contrary to popular belief, belief they do not have the authority to shut down a business entirely. Only court orders can do that. And court orders, would these be coming from like appellate courts? Uh, we probably don't have time to just look that shit up on the fly. Yeah, uh, let's see. So, uh, da, 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 da. so the uh, if an inspector determines a hazard poses an immediate imminent danger to employees, a hazard that can cause immediate death or serious physical harm, the inspector will request that yeah. workers be immediately removed from the hazard. If the employer refuses to follow the inspector's recommendation, OSHA has the right to ask a federal court to order the employer to eliminate the imminent danger. There we go, a federal court. So. The Obama administration. <laughs> they, <laughs> they didn't really get to, uh, uh, you know, appoint a lot of judges there. They did not. But the Trump, Trump administration. did, though. Trump got a lot of federal judges in the, up in here. So who would they be running this up to? The understudies of Neil Gorsuch. Neil, I'm freezing my motherfucking toes off. Gorsuch. Right. Uh, do we, we want to... Reiterating for my niece, uh, Neil Gorsuch is... you know what his job is? No. He's a Supreme Court Justice. Okay. Right? He's one of the big special people. Like, you may have seen Notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You've seen... Ah! I knocked my <laughs> microphone down. Uh, you've probably seen that name around. Um, I think sounds familiar, but... Oh, how about Clarence Thomas? Um, no. Oh, he's the first black... Wait, is he the first black justice? As far as I think so. Wait. Shit, now I don't know. Yeah, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, fuck, wait, no. Oh, no, I just thought of someone else, and now I don't know. I have to fucking... But he is a, he's a black Supreme Court justice who, um, looking at his past, he apparently was... He was a very serious brother. And I think he turned nihilist like I did, okay. but in his own way... That I think is counterconstructive. Okay. I'm glad oh, I checked because really? it was Thurgood, Mar- Thurgood Marshall was the first one. See, I was, I was like, I thought it was two, and I was like, wait a second, let me yeah, <laughs> before I, like, I embarrass myself. There was another wait. guy, Thurgood, yeah. Marshall, Thurgood Marshall, was Marshall. the first black Supreme Court justice, or Thurgood Marshall, if you're talking about. Oh wait, oh is he Sean King in it? Oh no, no Thurgood Marshall is he's just light skinned but no, that's one of the many Sean King nicknames. Oh, Thurgood Marshall. Damn, so I had the reference right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so he, all right, I, I damn, I bet they, were, I bet he got mad at some stand-up comedians back then. <laughs> all right, but yeah, so that's a su- Supreme Court justice. Uh, Neil Gorsuch is one of the guys that the Trump administration put on, mm-hmm. and what podcasters like us were yelling about was that on a labor ruling, uh, he ruled in favor of the company against the worker when the truck broke down. And it's below freezing temperatures outside, and the truck just doesn't work. And you're not supposed to abandon your truck as a truck driver. And he's going to get frostbite. He's going to lose his toes if he doesn't get to warmth. Maybe his fingertips. No, he would have died. He was already going through stages of hypothermia. Oh. Yeah, he would have just died. 
Oh, that's good. I like more facts. Right. Yeah, because you can come. Well, I mean, it's horrible to come back from frostbite, but that's just your fingers and toes. Hypothermia is a little bit more whole body. Okay, and so he ultimately did abandon his truck, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. And which, like, what he got fined, fired. He got fired. Fired. Mm-hmm. And Neil Gorsuch sided with the company on that one. Mm-hmm. So he's at the top Supreme Court. And then the Trump administration was just knocking out other justices of this ilk. They mm-hmm. call them federalists. If yeah. you ever see the word federalist, that's neo-Nazi in a suit. Like, mm-hmm. it's fucking, right, to be reductive about it. Right. And um, and they're just all over these smaller courts around the nation. Mm-hmm. Right? Hell, uh, for reference, right? You know something about the courts. Say you want to be a cop. And you're mm-hmm. a pretty smart cookie. Let's say you have a pretty high IQ. Oh, yeah, your IQ can't be too high. Yeah. That's what's... And so if they want to get a business shut down, they have to go to one of those courts full of Trump judges. So the, But the courts really... They're already going to support the corporation or the job. So, yeah. So how do things get better? So that's what they mean when they say corporations are, like, running everything. Yes. Literally, that run the world. That's creepy. That's well, well, it's because of money, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even with COVID, right? I'm sure you've seen it. Well, probably the headlines, right? So it's all these. We have to distance. We have to distance. We can't open society. We can't open things back up. The guy from Delta Airlines, the CEO of Delta Airlines, said, "Open that shit back up." Within a week, every major newspaper—Washington Post, New York Times, Chicago Tribune—I think it's time to open things back up. Yeah, even the um, the uh, Center for Disease Control. Yep. Right. They said, "Oh, you know what? Quarantine. That, that's six days." So they they six shorten days. the quarantine time because Two the weeks. yeah because the CEO of Delta and I'm sure other corporations. He just said it publicly. I'm sure other CEOs of other corporations were in people's ears. Said, "Fucking stop that shit. We have money to make." Yeah. So they decreased the quarantine time by roughly about fifty-seven percent. Yeah. That's good. All right, folks. Um, and if you want more uplifting podcasts to make <laughs> you feel good about the world you live in, uh, you got to make sure you keep this stuff alive so that we can keep bringing you giggles and smiles. Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund. Sign up for a $10 a month level and we'll keep holding it down, right? And at the $10 a month level, you're going to get the paywalled Phoenix and Williams shows. Mm-hmm. That's me and Phoenix Kalita doing our fucking thing. Right now, my... um. My my deep dive historical gangster rap episodes are also on that $10 a month level feed. I am thinking about putting them at the $5 a month level feed because I need something there. <laughs> right? And um, but that's how you can hold it down so that we can continue to kind of help you with your self-esteem. Right? Try to yes. give some hope in the world. That's what we're doing, right? Um, we keep telling them it doesn't get better. Yeah. <laughs> See? So whatever it is you like about how it currently is, whatever it is, the few things you like, they're not going to go away. Huh? Hey? Huh? Uh... <laughs> you like Snoop Dogg, huh? You want yes. more Snoop Dogg, more Super Bowl performances? Then stop bothering their capitalism. You like The Simpsons being on for like 33 years? Don't you bother that capitalism. I mean, I feel like giving up The Simpsons would be a fair trade. 
Don't people like driving a shiny car? You got a, what is, what else you got? An Acura and Again, again, these are all fair trades. I've not heard one thing that I would not be willing to give up to get out of this hellscape I live in right now. What about the folks that can get a nice used Cadillac and put some rims on it? Huh? No. No. You can order a car through Carvana. Okay, but what about living wages and universal health care? Living wages. And well-funded public schools. If you work overtime, it instantly becomes a living wage. But then you're not living, you're just working. Really? Are, don't you have to be alive to work? Do you? Oh, well, now hold on now. Let's think about this. <laughs> if I mean, can... Tupac's dead and that nigga's still working. Right, I literally saw, um, damn, I hate saying this because I'm not citing anyone relevant, but like pedestrian comment sections. Yeah. Uh, a joke, uh, someone said, um, I was waiting for the Tupac hologram to come out. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, it was that meme of the best we can give you. Yeah. Right, that, is that a pawn shop or something? Yeah, pawn stars. Okay, it's a pawn shop meme, and it's like, yo, can we get that Tupac hologram again? Best I can give you is an upside down 50 cent. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, though. All right, let's uh, get the heck out of here, folks. Uh, we have a tip jar open. If you just want to throw something at the tip jar, we like groceries. PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. Do you even still use the Cash app? Yes, I do. Uh, what is it? Oh, it's dollar sign Phoenix Kalita. There we go. Dollar sign Phoenix Kalita. Yes. There you go. And the Venmo is at Wine Cellar Media. Right? We're going to be like Alex Jones. I need money. <laughs> yeah, keep the program up and or running.